everybody, this is All Sports Are Bad. I am Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. And it's Game of Thrones. It is week. Game of fucking Thrones week. Everyone's stoked for that. The news media is stoked for that. The sports media is stoked for that. I'm pretty sure that every single form of media is stoked for that. Yeah. Like, I'm, pretty sh- I'm sure MC Chris has a new single ready to go at any moment. Like, yeah. Who's MC Chris? MC, <laughs> MC Chris is like this nerd rapper. Um, I think he's... Uh, probably best known for the track Boba Fett's Vet, which is imagines Boba Fett having a Corvette and driving it around while being Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. I get... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I actually would fuck with that, so I'm not, I'm not mad at that at all. Many of my old nerd friends were big fans. Yeah. It must, it must be like, like... It must be some, like, Andy Samberg kind of shit, like, in that same vein, it's... I'd imagine taken way more seriously than that okay yeah. i mean they sold a lot of records <laughs> the lonely island sold a lot of records do you remember like the transition of um the lonely island suddenly becoming uh like not people would not ironically listen to i'm on a boat really loudly in all at any given occasion yeah i remember the year 2009 and i remember me doing that <laughs> <laughs> I remember me, in 2009, I banged the following records. <laughs> Kings of Leon, whatever the fuck that record was. <laughs> that management record. And The Lonely Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I remember, just to make this vaguely sports-related, just for a second, um, I remember, like, when I was working for the athletic department, I'd walk into, like, locker rooms after games or practices, and fucking I'm on a boat would just be blasting while people were, like, getting <laughs> change. It was just, like, on a loop. It was legitimately <laughs> one of the bangers of 2009. <laughs> really good song. It was just, that's just how it is. Like, <laughs> That's the world that we lived in back yeah. then. Pre-Game of Thrones world. <laughs> Pre-Game of Thrones world. Now, now we, we exist in Game of Thrones world. Yeah. We're going to look back on this shit one day and just be like, wow, we really liked Game of Thrones, <laughs> didn't we? Everybody seemed to. It's the only thing anyone talks about. Every team has a Game of Thrones night. Mm-hmm. Yep. In every sport. Every, yeah, everybody uses it as a cross-promotional tool, which um, we're not going to do tonight. So that's why our opening segment is, the MLB has just gotten started. How is each team like a Game of Thrones character? Um, well, the Mariners are clearly, I guess they're the they are the Baratheons with Loris <laughs> and, and Renly. They're the Knights of Summer, yep. because they're getting off to a pretty good fucking start, but I'm pretty sure they're going to get smoked yeah, pretty early. Gonna I don't die. know if that's going to be a thing. Sorry, Mariners. Yeah, their best case is Rob Stark, and that things are going to go great for like half of it yeah and then it's just all going to end horribly yeah the 2000 the 2018 <laughs> mariners are definitely rob stark <laughs> where they where they just went hard and reckless and it was like wow the mariners are going to live forever and then they died yeah and then that was it the young wolf forever forever young yeah so who what other teams are hot right now or whether the teams are not hot. The Boston Red Sox are fucking The Boston not Red good. Sox are ice cold. Uh, Chris Sale clearly has to retire. Yeah. Um, he's obvious. His career's clearly over based yeah. on the two-game sample size we have for him. Yeah, Chris um, Sale's Ned Stark. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the uh, Dodgers are going to hit 7,000 home runs this year. Yeah. There's no stopping, and it's just it's set in stone now. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers are, are Stannis. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> is that they are meant to win the World Series pretty much every fucking year. They're going to go. 
they have no reason not to win the World Series every year. Everything says they should just go win the fucking World Series. And then they get blackwatered. They're just not going to do it. <laughs> they got blackwatered by the Astros. <laughs> they got blackwatered by the Red Sox. Whoever the, everyone else that's faced them in the playoffs right. is blackwatered them pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's just a series of exploding boats in the ocean. <laughs> it is the Los Angeles Dodgers in a nutshell. Oh, man. Uh, the Red Sox are probably Daenerys Targaryen in that things have started out pretty dark. Um, and then they're probably just going to end yeah. up having their fucking three-headed dragons kill everybody. Yeah. So. <laughs> it started out pretty bad for them. And now they're, they're amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything's going to work out. Uh, the Padres are um, the Great Wall because nobody cares. They're just a plot device. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, true <laughs> in, a, in those early seasons of Game of Thrones every time they took it to the wall in the Night Watch I'm like ugh <laughs> why I don't care sorry Jon Snow I don't give a shit right now Yeah, we never did I mean the fucking coolest thing about the wall is still Ghost who I haven't seen in two years So, <laughs> what's Ghost doing? I don't know last I saw him he was like waking up because Jon Snow had been brought back to life and I haven't really seen him since I never really thought about that like yeah. j- Wolf or the ghost wasn't at the Battle of the Bastards. He was not. No, he was not. It's like they could have used a fucking wolf <laughs> at the Battle of the Bastards. Well, like, that was part of, like, fucking why Rob Stark was good at shit because Grey Wind would c- roll in and be giant and murder yeah. everybody. I feel like that would have been a useful thing at that at that battle. Yeah. He used to ride Grey Wolf, apparently, or yeah. Grey Wind, apparently, and yeah. that was one of his things. And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good thing we're not talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I wouldn't want to be, like, one of the, like, endless entities who do sports reporting who only frame things through Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, that's just, it's it's, it's hacky. It's silly, it's yeah. hacky, it's like, I get it, you have interests, but you also like sports and you want to tie them in because it's really easy to do. It's, it's, it's like your little finger just trying to create <laughs> all of this turmoil through mixing everything up and making something for yourself. Yeah, and like, and you know, like we're here to talk about sports. We're not here to talk I'm about Game of Thrones, and which is like this is kind of why like the A's kind of remind me of Melisandre because like they're basically showing up in order to help the Astros, the Jon Snow of the MLB, um, advance forward. Right? Like, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be there to help make sure that they're always able to rise from the dead by fucking up everybody else's program. Yeah, and and this is, like, across the bay, the Giants are the Tyrells, where it's just really nice there, everything's cool, everyone's hella rich, everyone's prosperous, but you fucking suck, man. (laughs) Damn, that ended poorly for you. It just really did not go well. All of you died. Yeah. Every (laughs) single one of you. (laughs) Or Olena Tyrell, a.k.a. Buster Posey. (laughs) Or a.k.a. Bruce Boucher. Who gives a shit, really? It doesn't really matter. You're you're dead now. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so fucking... Yeah, but like I said, we're not here to do that. So. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the NBA season is also is also happening. Well, it's it, ending right now. Well, like the last game oh, the NBA, tonight. I was, yeah. The NBA yeah. playoffs are also happening yeah. right now. There's so much more going on here. You know, like yeah. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, who um, just finished off the third straight uh, triple double season he's ever going to have. Yeah. Or, well, in a row. I don't. I shouldn't say ever going to have. He might have another one. He's done three in a row now. But I'm not um, going to ask you like what Game of Thrones character he is. No, no, of course not. But if I was going to say which Game of Thrones character he is, I would probably pick like Jamie Lannister. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um. I would say Jamie Lannister. Lannister, or maybe um maybe the Blackfish. 
yeah. um, because he's amazing, but nobody seems to give a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just sort of shows up as rad and then disappears. I like Beric Dondarrion. Beric he's Dondarrion. flashy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, has a sword of fire. Uh, it's really cool he never dies, just does literally whatever the fuck he wants, fights everyone. If he gets owned, it doesn't matter. He just gets back up and does more cool shit. But really, no one gives a shit. <laughs> it's a good comp, though. That's a good comp. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, it's not. It's not important to understand who these guys are. Yeah, but it's not some Game stupid of fucking TV, TV show, show yeah. based on a book that I've never read four times. Yeah. No, no, of course not. I have certainly yeah. have not watched all of it multiple times. No. Um, yeah. Um, and then you have like, and then of course coming into the NBA playoffs, you have the Warriors, who are basically the Night King and the Army of the Undead at this point. Yeah. Like, they're just this unstoppable force rolling down, well, rolling out of the bay, apparently. But, yeah. you know, and I don't know how anyone's going to deal with them. No, I have no idea. Yeah. Have, have they picked a- up Boogie, a.k.a. an undead dragon who just destroys <laughs> things. They did pick up an undead dragon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great comp. If we were doing that sort of thing. <laughs> if, we, if we were going to do that, it'd be an interesting thing to, to you know, draw a parallel between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't know how you deal with that team. Like, what do you like? What are you gonna like? The best you could have is essentially like a fucking James Harden as Jon Snow standing alone against the oncoming hordes, right? Yeah. Like, because nobody, like you know, Cersei's not on his side. Nobody's there, re- really willing to back him up. They're all w- just ready to like wait for that whole thing to happen, so somebody ends up on the Iron Throne. You know? And unfortunately for Arya Stark, Eric Gordon is Arya Stark. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go CP3. I change it. CP3 is Arya Stark. <laughs> Sorry, CP3. That was very disrespectful to make Eric Gordon be Arya Stark. Yeah, it's definitely CP3. Who is Eric Gordon, though, I wonder? Yeah, someone who dies. I don't know. Robin Aaron, maybe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's technically a king of a kingdom, but, like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Eric Gordon's just kind of there on the Rockets. Even though he's really good at basketball, he still has, because of the way that team is, he still just kind of exists. If we wanted to do this all day, we could continue to do Game of Thrones comps, but we're not corny like that. No, we're not going to do that. That's a terrible, terrible idea for a podcast or any like sports thing yeah. at all. Which so is... let's, do, um, let's do Game of Thrones characters. As Game of Thrones characters. Ooh, all right. Okay. 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 So let's start with let's start Stark. Ooh, uh, Stark. Hey, hey. Let's start with Sansa Stark. Mm-hmm. Who would Stan- Sansa Stark be if she were a Game of Thrones character? You know, that's a good question. Like, because she's, uh, you know, kind of started out as this very naive. I want to be a princess and become a queen character, um, and uh, then developed into more of a driven leader based on a lot of adversity she faced while trying to chase that sort of childhood idea of what um, the political realm looked like. And that really parallels to me for her with uh, Sansa Stark. Oh, yeah, bold. Yeah, bold. All right. Um, well, who do you think, um, say, a Cersei Lannister is? Oh, that devious, devious human being, Cersei Lannister. Mm-hmm. Uh, driven by family early on, then driven by power and vengeance and just raging against the dying of the light. Uh, she's awesome. And also the worst. So I guess I would have to say, I'm thinking about Game of Thrones characters who are like Cersei Lannister, it's kind of hard to say, but I mean, there's... uh, 
There's a lot of good options here, but I'm gonna go ahead and probably say uh, Cersei Lannister. All right. Okay. Okay. House Lannister. Yeah, I can. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. I don't know if I'm fully there with you, but I definitely okay. see where you're coming from. Yeah, there. that's a hot take. Yeah, yeah. So how about uh, let's let's segue back to sports because we're a sports podcast and mm-hmm. we never ever ever talk about game of thrones when we're talking about sports it's a terrible thing to do the top seven ways the warriors are like kyburn in season five episode three between minutes five and twelve during the middle of the second quarter against the suns can we come up with that list right now uh number one i don't know if kyburn was in that episode (laughs) (laughs) season five episode (laughs) i don't know what happened in that episode at all um I didn't even but, see that season five was the bad one. Yeah, but number one, they revive a giant in order to murder everybody. Number two, they're uh-huh. loyal to horrible people like um, Oracle. Yeah, <laughs> Google, <laughs> something like that. Facebook, just tech All bros. Of they're loyal. To, they're loyal to tech bros. They're loyal to Silicon Valley. Number three, I can't believe you're doing this. They uh, wear. Robes. They Possibly. don't. They don't do that. They wear warm ups, which are kind of like robes. <laughs> okay, they do. That's fine. Uh, number four. Um, they've been kicked out of the Maesters Academy because. The, What's they, the parallel to the Maesters Academy? Uh, the regular parameters for success that they've surpassed in weird and gross ways by being too good at stuff yeah (laughs) okay what am i on four there's no way i'm gonna make it to seven i don't Um, it's weird that you've got this far actually number four that's not in the notes uh yeah number four uh kids like them Little birds, kids, little birds. Oh, yeah. Children like yeah. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson shit. Kids like the You're actually Warriors. doing a very good job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> five, we have to go now. Five, yeah. <laughs> number five. Uh, shit. Uh, number five. Um, they built the, the iron crossbow that is supposed to destroy dragons, and I guess that iron crossbow is just literally Clay Thompson. He sits there, he does nothing until you give him the ball, then boom, a three-pointer. <laughs> All right, I like that. I like that. That's good. Number six, they exploded the Sept of Baylor, a.k.a. the NBA, with Wildfire, a.k.a. the combination of Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. Yeah. And... uh, Number seven. We need one more. We're through this. uh, Their actions led to the death of a king. You know, Who, uh, uh, Common. Fucking A! And, and LeBron and James. LeBron James! Holy shit! We did it! <laughs> we did it! We are the wow. nerds. We are the nerds that we pretend that we're not. <laughs> Actually, we don't even pretend. This is this has been a good podcast. <laughs> that was the and hardest. that is the show, everyone. <laughs> this has been all sports are bad. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. Stitcher, Stitcher, iTunes, iTunes. Google Play. Yeah. I am am Patrick GCS. (laughs) Wildly pointless. You can tweet at us at All Sports Are Bad. Uh, This is it. This is the end of the podcast. Please keep listening. (laughs) 
We didn't know how that was going to go. We had no idea how that was going to go. We have actual sports yelling to do. We do. We do. We really, truly do. There's a lot going on right now in the world of sports that have nothing to do with Game of Thrones, but we'll probably make it about Game of Thrones one way or another. We're going to try and figure out a way to keep doing that. But it is true that um, the sports world as a whole has consistently and infuriatingly kept trying to drag Game of Thrones back into um, the way they talk about sports for, like, the last three months. Yeah. I mean, writers that I like and enjoy just continue to do this, and it's just... And I like Game of Thrones, but it's at some point it gets too much Game of Thrones in my sports reading, <laughs> where I'm just like, okay, fuck, fine, we're doing this right now. Yeah. No, it's... And it's just endless. It's, um... It's Bill Simmons' disease, where everything is like... Oh, it's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Simmons is a disease. <laughs> it's a condition. I'm um, sorry, Bill. <laughs> um, but it's just like you... I don't know, like, these guys like Bill Simmons have to produce a ton of content for, like, major markets, or major uh, media efforts, and so... What ends up happening and what Simmons kind of made his name on initially that everybody liked to begin with and now myself and many other people find really infuriating is drawing parallels between sports and like various uh, media phenomenon and pop culture references that they enjoy. Yeah. Right? Which is a totally acceptable way to like talk about something kind of on face value, but it gets oversold as a gimmick really, really quickly. Yeah, it's been four months essentially. Yeah. Of Game of Thrones sports, sports like parallels being drawn, and it's not to say that I don't enjoy it. It's just it's just happening. Like yeah. it's just and you can't avoid it. It's, it's just... endless and right in your face. It's almost it's on the same line of like the way every uh, every big platform publishes an article that is titled "What time does the Super Bowl start?" in order to optimize their. Uh, search results because oh, yeah. when people are googling what time the super bowl starts yeah because um, it's really hard to tell what time the super bowl fucking starts yeah because it's really ambiguous <laughs> <laughs> it's like i have a bunch of networks saying like oh yeah it starts at 9 a.m and i'm like come on that's pre-game coverage <laughs> but i'm gonna watch yeah i'm, so, I'm not saying i'm not gonna put that <laughs> on i'm gonna turn it on just <laughs> in case it actually starts at noon <laughs> <laughs> i just don't know yeah i just I don't know no for fucking sure clue when yeah. the super bowl starts ever yeah it's usually like 3.43, yeah. right after they do the national anthem twice, sing America Be- the Beautiful, and then there's a jet flyover, and then they honor the troops for a while, and then there's a retrospective on somebody's career, and then they sing the national anthem a third time. Then after that, there's another uh, honoring of the troops, but this time it's for the Coast Guard specifically for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and then there's another video tribute to, like, I don't know. Flags. Flags. Different yeah. American flags that all look exactly the same, yeah. but are different somehow. Yeah, the, the classic American flag through the ages video compilation. Yeah. So you, American flag on a truck, yeah. an American flag next to truck nuts, an American flag as truck flaps, an American flag painted on a truck, yeah. <laughs> an American flag... As a truck. Yes. That sounds about <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, Troy Aikman says, we'll be back after these messages. And then there's a seven-minute Budweiser commercial. Mm-hmm. And then they come back and they're like, and we're about to kick off right after these messages. And then there's a seven-minute Miller Lite commercial that somehow was made in the intervening moments between that Bud Light commercial yeah. in order to specifically refute it. Yeah. And then... Um, 
And then we come back, and then Troy Aikman is gone now, and Jason Witten is here for no reason. And they say, and we're off, and then there's, and then kickoff happens. Yeah, I never thought that I wanted <laughs> Troy Aikman to come back so much in my life. <laughs> I mean, we just went through a, uh, well, I just went through an eight-hour WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, how was that, by the way? Yeah? Yeah. All right. It was nice. <laughs> I heard uh, Colin Jost and Michael Shea were there. They were there. They had nice parts and it had weird parts. Just a little follow-up from last week. Uh, Mm. The people I wanted to win won, which is nice because it's fiction. So they should probably win more often. But apparently Vince McMahon hates me. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it was fine. You personally, too. It's really just about me (laughs) at the end of the day. Uh, Yeah, it was was fine. Just a little follow-up from... Yeah, but it was seven hours long. It was a bit yeah. much for someone who only watches wrestling maybe once or twice a year. I couldn't fucking do it, but I did it anyway. Seven hours is a lot for anything. Yeah. Like, and I say that as a guy who has binge-watched um, multiple seasons of things on like Netflix and HBO all the way through, gotten done ten hours later, and I'm like, well, that was a huge waste of my time and energy. Yeah. Despite how much I enjoyed the entire thing. It was just a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was like... They really could have condensed that thing down to two hours and it would have been great. <laughs> I didn't need to see most of that. WrestleMania, good good lord. Really just edit that thing. <laughs> so what you're, what you're saying is that WrestleMania is the Dorn storyline of sports. <laughs> it was a bit much and we didn't need it. And we got nothing on any of the things that we truly wanted out of it. And instead we just got some hijinks and some bullshit. The outcome we always knew was gonna happen and yeah it is the dorn st- <laughs> wrestling is the dorn storyline <laughs> oh my god we're having fun we're having a good time if you haven't noticed yet we don't really have like a huge plan but we're here to enjoy ourselves and we hope you do too yeah so. we don't have a specific topic this yeah. week sports and just the sports world is our topic yeah like, we it's just nonsense. We're here for nonsense. It's basically today. the end of our podcast, but for like an hour. <laughs> you know how the end we just talk about whatever. <laughs> it's that. It's that fifteen minutes of the end of our podcast <laughs> for an hour. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. So if and you, if like you stick around, end... you might hear some wild shit. Yeah. So if you're yeah. like the seventeen people that listen to our podcast all the way through, <laughs> <laughs> then you're gonna love this. <laughs> this episode is specifically for you, a very niche audience. <laughs> We're reaching out to the uh, some of the subcultures. Yeah. You know? um, although we did... Like my sister. We did touch on really briefly when we were still doing our clowning around uh, Game of Thrones thing that the NBA playoffs do start very soon. The last day of regular season play, I believe, is today. Um don't quote me on that. I think it was that. yesterday, right? No, there's there's definitely games tonight, and I know this because the Nuggets have to win in order to cement their uh, their second seed and take the Clippers instead of the Thunder in the first round. Yeah, because the the Rockets almost took that spot last yeah, night. They're, uh, yeah, they're. Did you see that game? I did not, but yeah, they almost did. Dude, that uh, game was good. Yeah, so I, that was nuts. So there's still like still actual shit to play for in the NBA season right now, um, especially in terms of just like cementing your first round matchups. Because I guess I'll say this very, very much as a basketball fan 
and then specifically as a Nuggets fan, if I had a first-round matchup as a top seed, you know who I don't want to see right now is the fucking Thunder. God, like no. I want the Clippers. The Clippers sound great, yeah. but I do not want the Thunder. I do not want to face Beric Dondarrion and Thoris Amir <laughs> in the fucking playoffs. That <laughs> no. is not a thing that I want. No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> they have swords of fire, and they don't give a shit. All they do is set things on fire, not give a shit, and murder the hell out of people. And they won't die. Yeah, they won't <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> Yeah, man. So that's going on. Uh, the the uh, Warriors are obviously cemented as the number one seed, and honestly, you could even say as the uh, NBA champions right now, unless yeah. Giannis and the Bucks can come up with a way to rip through the Eastern Conference and dismantle them, or if the uh, Raptors end up in there and are able to take their particular team-centric style of play and find a way to counteract like just the overpowering might of the warriors. I do like the Raptors more than the Bucks in that sense, not as like I definitely like Giannis more than I like anyone in the East, but I just think the Raptors team just they have the pieces to be able to handle all of the Warriors pieces. I mean, they're probably not. They're probably no, going to lose. Probably not. But I think they have a better shot of anyone out of the East to beat the Warriors. Well, and they made what I thought was one of the the smartest uh, personnel additions of any team this year when they picked up Mark Gasol off of the Grizzlies. Like, that was a great piece for them. Yeah. Like, a uh, pass first, or a, not necessarily a pass first, but an extremely team-centric center who moves the ball well and is able to score on his own, rebounds effectively, and is a good defender. Like, that was a big get for them. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's not in his prime anymore, but he can still shake shit up. Yeah. And they have Serge Ibaka there backing him up, who also is a little past his prime at this point. But these are really good basketball players in the middle of the court who are great support pieces for a Lowry and a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Like, they have a, like, yeah. they have a really excellent unit. And that team, I would be afraid of that team no matter who I was. And Siakam's just fucking... Siakam's out been unbelievable. Out of his mind. Yeah, yeah, he's just incredible. Yeah, it's like... It's like you take Siakam and Kawhi, and that's already a handful, and and Lowry, and that's already a handful. But then you add like, like a Gasol who you have to actually kind of game plan around, even though he's not in his prime, and that that affects that affects teams going in. It's like oh shit, we have another thing to game plan around. So we'll see. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like um, you have like you add uh, Gasol to that team. It's like having the fucking uh, John Snow and everybody show up north of the wall with the Hound. Like the Hound is also here. Who said the <laughs> Hound could be here? Sure, he broke his legs real bad that one time. <laughs> Jesus, Arya should have killed him. But, really should have. But he's him. back somehow, <laughs> and now he's a good guy, and you're rooting yeah. for him. Oh, he was always kind of dope. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was never a bad guy except for that one time when he killed that kid. <laughs> <laughs> We kind of forget about the the killing did, of that kid. I forgot about the killing of the kid. He killed yeah. the butcher's kid. Yeah, the butcher's the boy. butcher's boy. Yeah, I like how you said it in a very New York accent. Yeah, that's just, the that's official how I, accent of Westeros. Yeah. There's a flea the butcher's boy. Yeah, the flea bottom accent, <laughs> and then exactly yeah. how Davos would have said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, and we're still making Game of Thrones jokes. I it's, feel like that's going to be a recurring theme. Well, I can't stop fucking thinking about it. <laughs> right? I'm excited. Honestly, I'm, I'm excited. I'm incredibly excited to, to watch Game of Thrones. And also, um, the internet won't let me forget that it's going to happen. <laughs> Game of Thrones shouldn't even make commercials. <laughs> we're a Game of Thrones commercial right now. Right? And we intend not to be. Right? We were trying to, like, <laughs> make jokes about that whole idea. Turns out we really like doing it. <laughs> What a hell of a podcast we're having so far. Oh, man. It's, well, you know, you got to have one every once in a while. 
Um, who are so? I think obviously the smart pick out of the West is the Warriors. Oh um, yeah, it's a smart pick out of the world. <laughs> yeah, and then I think, th- and then it's the Bucks or the Raptors out of the East. Do you like the Sixers could potentially make a play, but I don't see it. I don't think they have enough right now. Uh, I I thought that they were gonna be. They were my pick in the. Yeah, they were the your. Season. They were one of your uh, original picks, like right at the beginning. I mean, they could. They have the firepower. They have like, it's just. I like other teams better now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, who was it? It picked up somebody from the Clippers, uh, Tobias Harris. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's been great. Um, like they're really good. Off their big four. Yeah. Their really weird good. big four. Yeah. Their uh, their off brand big four. <laughs> who, who is their big four right now? Is Simmons and Bead, Tobias Harris, and um, Butler. Oh, Jimmy Butler. Fuck, I keep forgetting Jimmy Butler's there. I hear he's pretty good at yeah. basketball. Me too, but I hear more about Joel Embiid, because Joel Embiid is hilarious. He talks um, the most. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just assume that Jimmy Butler is off yelling at rookies somewhere most of the time. Um, yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid is, is, he's Cal Drogo, man. Talks a lot of shit. <laughs> makes a fucking scene. <laughs> gets himself hurt. <laughs> <laughs> then he dies. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of it. You never hear from him again, except in a flashback. <laughs> still gets my man. Still gets paid in flashback money. I guess he also gets paid in fucking Aquaman money. But whatever. I don't think about that. I think about Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm just not interested in the uh, post uh, post Cal Drogo career of what's his name, Jason so. Momoa. Jason Momoa. That's right. Yeah, I don't care. yeah i don't if you were gonna if you were gonna pick one team out of the west that might come out besides the warriors like let's just assume that someone is capable of beating them or that i don't know every single person on the warriors gets hurt in the first game in the first round who's Um, the best who's the best non-warriors team in the west i like the rockets yeah uh i i have two for this uh, because I I think the Rockets just have the personnel to do it. I think they got so close last year, and if it's not the Rockets, it's going to be the Nuggets. Yeah. Because uh, they play a style of ball that is relentless, and I think that's what you need to run over the Warriors. If you demoralize them in the, <laughs> by the third quarter, they might give up. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily know if that's what they'll do in the playoffs. But this season, specifically this season, what we know from the Warriors is if you punch them in the face in the first or second quarter, they won't come back in the third or fourth. And that you could just chalk that up to like, hey, they don't really give a shit, dude. They're better than everyone they know. They're better than everyone. They don't have to actually prove themselves. But what I've seen is I can only see what I've seen, and that's kind of the thing. And the Nuggets are fully capable of doing that. Yeah. I mean, they move the ball the same way like the 2015 Warriors did. Yeah, like, they do. They have that very. Yeah. It flies around the court like they're there's super a, deep. Yeah, there's, there's tons of great, good. Well, not great is not the right word. But there's tons of good players like down to the eighth guy on that bench, ninth guy on that bench, um, and they make every defense rotate super hard all the time. Like they just they have everybody in constant motion all the time. And yeah. part of that is like centering their offense around Jokic, which means you give him the ball and then everybody's cutting because if there's an open passing lane, he's capable of finding it and he's seven foot two. So he has angles that most guys can't see. Yeah. Um, at least guys of that who are, have that kind of capacity as a passer. 
Also, that dude hits, like, the world's lamest game-winning shots, and I love it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> normally, it's like, and they pull up from three with the fadeaway, and it's good. And, the, and within his case, like, and he somehow got a weird-looking layup off, and it went in. Yeah. Like, I, whenever I see a Jokic uh, game winner or a Jokic big shot, I'm just like, oh, okay. Because I'm so, like, <laughs> I'm so jaded at the NBA now. Because unless it's, like, a James Harden quad- quadruple step back, <laughs> I pretty much don't give a shit. Like, I'm like, whatever. No one no one had their ankles broken. And James Harden didn't basically travel eight times before <laughs> shooting a three from behind half court. Which should have been a backcourt violation. But no one called any of that shit. He drained it, though. And it was awesome. So... Yeah, that's what I get excited about. I'm the exact opposite of you. You lo- don't like James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do I, not care for him. I've been very vocal about I that. I think he's pretty <laughs> incredible in the way that he basically, the rules just don't apply to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not even in a LeBron James way. It's just basically in a basic rules scenario. It's like, well, you shouldn't do a quadruple step back. But if you do it enough... They might not call it. <laughs> They're just gonna let it go because this is an obscene thing to watch happen. Yeah. Why? How? How are you taking that many steps, like that quickly? Also, like he's incredibly fast. Last night I was watching the game, and James Harden was jawing with a ref about not getting a call. The second he gets the ball back, he just basically barrels into a dude, and like he, it should have been a charge. <laughs> they don't call that because it's like. They don't want to keep calling fouls on James Harden, so he just does whatever he wants out there, and it's actually kind of impressive. The hubris is 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 out there for him. Yeah. He's, he's got it. The hubris is very real. He's very much like Cersei Lannister, like that. <laughs> if you break enough rules, they're gonna stop fucking paying attention to all the rules you're breaking because they're just gonna be like, "Well, I don't know what to do." He just keeps breaking all of them. And then you blow up the sept of Baylor <laughs> with wildfire. Just cause. Just cause. Mm-hmm. Just proving a point. Yeah. And then Chris Paul jumps out a window. <laughs> <laughs> out of guilt. <laughs> He's just like, what have we done? What have we done, James? <laughs> and James Harden's reaction is, well, there are necessary casualties. Yeah. <laughs> If you didn't want to get exploded on, you probably should have stepped back <laughs> like eight times. <laughs> you should have taken more step backs. I don't know what to tell <laughs> Just you. Just take more step backs. <laughs> you put a very large defender on James Harden. Well, he's like, well, I'll just step back three more times. <laughs> yeah. So my pick is I'm going to say Warriors beat the Bucks in the final. I'm just going straight chalk. I'm taking the number one seeds, the best teams in each conference. They're going to play each other and the Warriors are going to win. Yeah. I got Warriors Raptors. Warriors yeah. winning yeah. easily. I I'm gonna say this again. The Warriors aren't actually gonna lose a game in the playoffs. No, I wouldn't, it wouldn't. Surprise it's me. actually weird to think they will. A 16 and 0 run out of this yeah. team would not shock me. Do you think that then, like, if they do that, like, if they do that 16 and 0 run, do you think that makes it more or less likely that Kevin Durant leaves? Kevin Durant's gone already in his brain, in his heart, in his mind. There's okay. no way that he stays. I think uh, it, no matter what, this ends in a championship. And that's what Kevin Durant wanted, and that's what he's going to get. And then he's going to leave, and he's going to be like, "All right, I've done enough." What are like? What they get more championships there? Like, I think he wants to go have a new like thing, and whether it be in New York, a new identity, whether it be with the Clips somehow, whether it be like you know with whoever, I think he's just going to go find a new thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. I know Warriors fans are pretty much like he's gone. Even some of the more vocal 
oh, Kevin Durant won't leave Warriors fans, are now at this point, they're like, yeah, he gone. <laughs> so, <All right>. yeah. <laughs> he's just, I mean, he's just four, good. Four months ago, if you ask those same people, like, what they think, where they think Kevin Durant's going, they're like, well, he's going to stay because, you know, he loves it here and they win so much. It's like, I don't think he cares about that that much anymore. No, probably not. Like, he's done all the winning that there is to do, which. You know, so here's a, here's a fucking weird thing I've been thinking about a little bit with this, too, is that Durant joins the Warriors and creates this super team, and we talk about how great they are. They win their, they win their first title, they lose the second one, um, they win a third one, right? Is, am I getting that timeline right? Wait, what? Uh, they win. They win in 2015, they lose in 16. That's the first, that was, the 16 new... was the first Durant year, right? Uh, I mean, he... Signed with them in '16 after they lost to the Lakers or the, right. the, the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> that is never ever uh, going to happen again. Lost to the Lakers is a phrase you can banish from your vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> lost to the Cavaliers yeah. in 2016. Okay, yeah, because that was my question. And was, then they um, got them in for 2017 championship, then 2018. So yeah. they're about to win three in a row. Okay. Yeah, so, like, what I was going to say was um, the uh, initial loss to the Cavaliers during this whole um, Warriors dynasty was, uh, we talk about, like, because LeBron won, what, two titles in Miami? Yeah. Lost one to the Mavericks and then won the next two? I believe he he lost one of the Mavs uh, then in 2011, then 2012 and 13 he won two, then he lost to the Spurs. Lost to the Spurs, that's right. So... You know, so and people like talk a lot of shit about LeBron joining the uh, the Heat as the big three, but I don't see that same kind of vitriol directed towards Durant for that same kind of thing for joining Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Oh, there was a lot of it. I haven't seen it. I have not ton. seen it. I've not seen it as viciously driven though. Is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I don't. I think at that point, like ESPN and Fox and like all of those like big sports outlets weren't harping on KD the same way that they were harping on LeBron for his decision because LeBron did it in such an egregious way. Well, yeah, no, having a <laughs> half hour special about it was a terrible idea. Why were there kids there? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to hear that shit. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> he learned from that though. He figured it out. Yeah. He's giving back to the kids. He's making a space jam movie. It's good. It's fine. And plus, those kids are fucking old now. <laughs> that was <laughs> years ago. <laughs> that was so long ago. I'm old now. I'm like, fuck, dude. I was bu- I was buying this beer today, and I saw the um, uh, person at the grocery store put my birth date into the uh, into the thing to like clear me for um, buying buying beer. Yeah, and she put it in as 1997, which is ten years after I was born. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, well, she just looked at my ID, like, you know, yeah. she can see exactly what year I was born. And it just goes through anyway, because yeah. 10 years after I'm born, those kids are buying beer now. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't fully prepared for that. <laughs> and thought about you're it like, that that's much. never going to work. <laughs> yeah. If you're born in 97, you're what, three now? <laughs> you can't what be, you, what are you, four now? <laughs> at the most, you're just four. finishing high school at the worst. <laughs> no, nope, turns fucking... out, turns out they're college graduates. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, was not ready for that. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Time comes for all of us. Um, Much like they came for Ned Stark. (laughs) (laughs) Season 1, Episode 9, Baylor. Struck down by his own sword. Yes. By uh, Illin Payne. Yeah, by Illin Payne. 
commanded by Joffrey. Yep. Damn. Against the advice of literally everyone there. <laughs> Probably don't kill that guy. <laughs> Thus sparking the War of the Five Kings. <laughs> Ended badly. <laughs> Probably don't kill that guy. <laughs> I don't know, just keep him. <laughs> just keep him. It'll be great. He's going to be fine. Just don't kill him. All you had to do was not kill the dude. <laughs> with one fucking job. <laughs> Go up there. Shame him. It'll be funny. Don't kill him. And Joffrey's like, nah, I'm going to kill him. I can't yeah. wait for the fucking Ringer article that's... Um... That's titled, How the the uh, Seven Seasons of Game of Thrones Are Just Like the Plot of Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Wolf is one of Bill Simmons' favorite go-to pop culture references for some fucking reason. I really don't know why. Are you talking about, like, Teen Wolf, the 80s Teen Wolf? Yeah, the 80s movie Teen Wolf, where a werewolf plays basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there was a recent, like, uh, MTV... Uh, TV show Teen Wolf. Oh yeah, no, they did like a TV series remake. No, I'm talking about the actual movie. Okay, because you never know with Bill Simmons. No, you really don't. He is an OC fan, so I just assumed he's into like teenage television shows for some reason. That's actually weird. I never thought of Weird guy. You know what? You like what you like, my dude. Whatever. It's fine. Live your best life and hire me. (laughs) (laughs) Let us come on The Ringer and do this podcast on The Ringer. And then we'll talk mad shit about you for no reason. Or I will, anyway. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, you you said earlier that A-Rod would be Jamie Lannister. I did say that, I have some things to talk about A-Rod. Oh, all right. We're just going fully, like, off notes. Like, Let's go. Or on notes, but in a very weird... I blew up the notes way early into this thing. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> we've, been, we've, been, uh, we've been off our actual structure here for a minute. Yeah, our, we don't have one anymore. No. So, an interview conducted by Hardball Talks' Craig, Cal- Craig Calcaterra. Follow mm-hmm. him on Twitter. Good read if you like baseball. And if you like baseball, you probably already follow him anyway. But it revealed on Monday that that infamous Alex Rodriguez centaur painting that I won't shut the fuck up about doesn't actually exist. You build uh, a lot of your identity around that centaur painting. It's actually me. Like, I am... What if the centaur painting was a real person? <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I, it turns out it looks nothing like a centaur. It's just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> who wears flannels and drinks a lot. Like, I, that, that's essentially uh, what it is. But anyways, um, so now that A-Rod has claimed that this thing doesn't exist. Well, um, like, not, a, not he just said it didn't exist, and he said, he also said specifically, I wish it did, I just thought it was a really funny story. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't, he didn't even, like, and he comes, like, I don't know, I read that interview, he comes across really genuine and nice and... I believe him when he says, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I just thought that was really funny. Yeah, why why strike it down yeah. when I could just, like, let this ride? And, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, do I have to quit Twitter? I think so. Should I quit Twitter? I think you're done. I think Twitter, I think you've been owned. So just get, is there, like, a place that I get to go to? Like, Twitter jail or, like, a, a Jedi temple? I don't know. Is Friendster still a thing? Do I have to go to my space? <laughs> yeah. I can, can you at least, like, fucking banish me to LiveJournal? Is that still a thing? Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. It has to be. I Some don't of those know. motherfuckers on LiveJournal, they, they were going to stay on LiveJournal, <laughs> I can tell already. I, I got to imagine LiveJournal has managed to make it through one way or another. Oh, but... yeah, for sure. Where do I go? Like, do I, do I, am I going to just go to, like, the Jedi Temple in Star Wars where Luke Skywalker went and I just hang out with Porgs all day? Whatever the internet version of Porgs are, I guess... 
I guess people who get dumped on Twitter—that's where they—that's <laughs> where they go when they delete their account. It's like, where do they go when you get dunked on on Twitter? It's so hard that you have to delete your account. I'm kind of experiencing that right now, and I have to like, what do I just like fly away? Like, I don't know. I think I think at a very minimum, I would tell everyone to uh, follow Patrick on his new Twitter account at Twitter Egg. Um. <laughs> at, at this page doesn't exist. <laughs> It's either that, or I could just go in an entirely different direction, which is that I think the I think the fucking centaur painting exists. Uh, I think A Rod lied, and he's covering up a deeper truth about the Illuminati. Uh, let's we're gonna, the Illuminati has to be involved in this. Uh, uh, it's got, I mean Cersei Lannister has to be involved somehow. <laughs> One would think. Uh, should I just become a uh, a truther? <laughs> Yes, I think you should. Um, <laughs> I think that that is what culture as a whole is telling you you need to do, is to just say, no, what I believe is, in fact, the case. A-Rod has a centaur painting, and I demand to see it at all costs. Even though it clearly doesn't exist. Oh, clearly not. I'm as wrong as a human being can be about this thing, but let's. how about I just say I'm not wrong? And just believe vehemently in my lie to the point where I convince other people of my lie because I guess that's how America works now. <laughs> like, that's, yes, that's exactly how it works now, I think. So, um, yeah. Um, A-Rod disclosed the centaur painting, my guy. <laughs> and that is that. I'm going to follow that up with a second opinion. Um, A-Rod, commission a centaur painting. He doesn't have to. He already has one. Patrick, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it already exists. I'm being the realist here. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. He lied. There's no way that thing doesn't exist. It's Are you gotta kidding be me? there. Start digging into A-Rod emails. <laughs> <laughs> but what about his emails? What about his emails? Oh, that's hitting close to reality now. <laughs> this, case, this could get real dark real fast. Um, yeah, I'd say you've um, officially been dunked on really hard. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, internet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's nothing to be sorry for. If the centaur painting had in fact existed, and it had been disclosed thanks to your... I'd be a hero. Investigative journalism. Yeah, investigative journalism (laughs) is actually the professional way that you should put that. Yeah. That is the correct use of that phrase with regards to my pursuits (laughs) regarding the centaur painting. It is investigative journalist journalism as its finest and it's uh, 77 tweets that say a-rod disclosed the centaur painting yeah but it, if it happened i'd win a pulitzer <laughs> so <laughs> maybe you're welcome <laughs> almost so i'm i'm late to this but i since you mentioned pulitzers i would like to congratulate donald trump jr on the world's greatest self-own by tweeting what do they give pulitzers to fiction now for a uh, negative article about his father because yeah they do <laughs> he's dumb as hell he's dumb as hell guy does not know what's happening none of them know what's happening it's thank god they're in charge of the government um so the masters are coming up the masters are coming up they start tomorrow at augusta national where they're hosted every year um I don't know how many of you out there know this about me, but I have—I really like playing golf. I like golf a lot. I think it's a great pastime, really enjoyable, and um, I, I don't know. I grew up doing it. I love it. Augusta National is the worst goddamn institution in sports. 
It is run by a bunch of enormous pieces of shit um, and has some of the most regressive membership policies you can possibly imagine. Like, they... Um, and this is all being kind of encapsulated by something that happened this week where they hosted a women's amateur tournament at Augusta National this year and are being self-congratulatory because it's the first time a women's tournament has ever been held at Augusta National, which is a place that barely allowed women on the property until after the turn of the millennium. Wow. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, they sort like they didn't allow black members until basically Tiger Woods showed up and they had to let him onto the course because he was Tiger fucking Woods. Holy shit, that wasn't that long ago. No, it was not. <laughs> that was like, it was what, like, 1996? <laughs> yeah, it was like 22 years ago. Good lord. Yeah, it was n- re- recently. Extremely recently. And I'm like... I'm, f- I'm personally upset by all of these policies because as a guy who wants to defend golf to people who hate golf, and if you want to say it's boring, I'm not going to argue with you, but... The attacks on it that are about it being elitist, classist, racist, sexist, there's basis for all of those in the history of the sport. And Augusta has just refused to... They're like the embodiment of it that has rolled into the 21st century. They're like, no girls and no people of color allowed. And they just keep doubling down. And then when they decide not to, now in 2019, they want to. they want everyone to be really proud of them. Yeah. Like... No, fucking fuck gross. you. Yeah. Fuck you. Get the like, fuck out of here. You know, man, like... Address your shit you know, like, Figure it out, man. Like, I get, like, I get, I completely understand, like, treating golf as an elitist, classist, sexist, racist sport. Because for a long time, that's what it's been, is for, like, straight white dudes to, like, go hang out on a property where no one else is allowed to go so they can smoke cigars and, like, play this annoying game. Um, but... In reality, now, like, there's plenty of municipal golf courses anyone can go play on. You can get a set of clubs for 100 bucks, and you can go out there and play this game for $20 a round. You know? Like, you can do that. It's, yeah. not that, it's not that inaccessible, and it's public space, and it's available to everybody if you want to do it. And these fuckers are over here still, hold, like, trying to build a wall around a game that doesn't need it. Doesn't yeah. fucking need it. Yeah. Like... They're trying to uphold, like, the classism that a lot of people think about when they think about golf. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of barriers there. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of class-related barriers. There's a lot of race-related barriers. There's a lot of gender-related barriers. And people are just kind of scared of it. Yeah. And Augusta looks like a, kind of an example of why. It's exactly. A person it's, it's like a me would be like, oh, I don't want to golf. <laughs> it's a perfect embodiment of it. Yeah. Like, I can... It's still weird that they refer to, like, certain sets of tees as the ladies' tees. Like, yeah. you fucking kidding me? Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, what, is that, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Like, can, it's a, it's a, there's a lot in golf culture that is regressive. And I'm not going to defend any of those things. But the fact that there's so many, like, major establishments that refuse to do progressive things drives me fucking nuts. Because I love, I love the game. And I wish more people had access to it. And this is the literal opposite of that. It drives me crazy. And it's from one of the mo- it's from the most prestigious tournament in golf, and yeah. at one of the most legendary courses are known to man. Yeah. And they, everybody's just like, oh, I don't know, like girls. I'm I'm not sure about girls. Yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. 
Augusta just seems like a weird place. Like, I don't know a lot about golf, and I don't know a lot about, uh, like, the Masters, but there's a story that happened, or a thing that happened, um, about five years ago regarding a Giants affiliate. <laughs> Are the Giants always <laughs> oh, involved man. in racism? But anyways, uh, the their low A uh, minor league affiliate, um, the Augusta Green Jackets, this was just five years ago, by the way. This is 2013. Yeah. This is recent. This is six years ago, about. Yeah. They had John Rocker night at the park. If you don't know who John Rocker is, just Google it. I'm not going to explain to you that shit. There's a lot of bad things that he, he did. Had some, he had some really <laughs> nasty things to say about a specific train line in New yeah. York City. And a lot of other things, too. But anyways, John Rocker fucking sucks, and he's a racist. He's a bigot. He's homophobic. He's basically all of the worst things. And Huge the, piece of shit. And this team was, you know, commemorating his career. Pretty sure they made a bobblehead. Maybe they didn't. Who cares? They might as well have. It fucking sucked. Just <laughs> weird. Just a weird place. It's like, oh, man. Who has a John Rocker night? There's an answer for that. Augusta. <laughs> Augusta does. Yeah. Weird. I mean, maybe that's just fucking rural Georgia for you at some point. But, like, I don't want to dog on an entire state's population just because they have two shitty institutions. Although, they're I'll both in the same that, town. I'll, I'll, so like, I'll dog Augusta, on that place. Yeah. yeah, like, Augusta, you seem to be fucking up. Yeah. Like, maybe look into that a little. Yeah. You seem like a place that I'd avoid. Yeah. Actively. Just, that seems real unpleasant. Yeah, no girls, no uh, people of color, and also, we're going to celebrate a racist at the mm-hmm. baseball stadium. So, yeah, no. I don't know. Fuck Augusta. Yeah. Fuck Augusta National. Fuck Augusta. Fuck John Rocker. Um, Definitely fuck John Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fuck the Masters too. While we're at it, like host them somewhere else. Pick a place yeah. that's not like loaded with racist, sexist, classist history. Just find a different course. There's lots of great golf courses. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most people are also. <laughs> no, every year, like, well, it has to be at Augusta National. Like, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Find another spot. Yeah. Tell them to go to hell. Go to hell, Augusta. Yeah. What else we got tonight? We're you mm. looking at hype drags. Are we hype dragging? I think, we're, I think we, we might be hype dragging at this point. I mean, we've been hype dragging basically. This, all, this whole episode has been hype dragging, but I think we're fully into. Uh, well, we could do. Uh, so we could do this Nick Saban thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. So Nick Saban, who I personally can't fucking stand, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you would know if you listened to the podcast. Um, was gave a press conference recently and he made what I have to admit might be a valid point about um what goes like the decision to declare for the uh NFL draft early by his own players and what he essentially what he said and I'm paraphrasing but if a player has what is essentially like anything beyond a first round draft grade that is that they're not in the top really the top 2 at their given position in a draft class, then when they get drafted in the second round or later, they end up on a minimum contract um, for the next four years that they're locked into, and that it might be smarter for them to play a sec- uh, final year in the NCAA system, hopefully improve that draft stock in order to go higher in the draft, and uh, then hopefully get more money guaranteed going in. 
which I have to commend the guy for talking about it not as like you should stay in college because it's good to be in college. <laughs> I like to win yeah, yeah. football games. Yeah, which but I, which I also very much think probably fed into him having this. Oh yeah, take. for sure. But he it was able to definitely factored into yeah. the take. But it definitely it definitely was structured in a way that was more about recognizing that there that there's a earning potential disparity there. Yeah. But it does open up a question of potential earning years for a professional athlete versus initial paydays. Yeah. Because and he raised raised the point himself that like especially in the NFL a lot of these guys, you know, have uh, careers that last for less time than their initial professional contracts. Yeah. Um I think it's an interesting question to talk about, and it applies mostly to the uh, NFL and the NBA, as far as I know. I don't know enough about the NHL to really get into it to that degree, but... Yeah. um, And then the MLB draft position doesn't seem to mean that much anyway. Oh, really doesn't. As far as... The only thing that matters is your signing bonus, and if you don't get what you want, you can just go back and then re-enter the draft another time in the MLB. You can just be like... Fuck this team, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then just re-enter the draft. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, what would help improve uh, these players' um, money going forward if the NCAA paid them. That would really help. You know, Nick a lot, Saban, if you actually. wanted to keep some of your players for uh, third or maybe fourth years, ooh, you should give them money. I would think legally would and help. have there not be a scandal and not have to like, like turn these kids into villains because they accepted like money here and there or like they sold jerseys to make like $75 on eBay. I was told a story by um, someone I know that they had an intern in their office who was an NCAA athlete and when they offered to buy the intern's coffee, they could not buy this intern coffee because it would have been viewed as an improper benefit and they could have lost their academic el- or their athletic eligibility. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking sucks. <laughs> right? You can't even get a two dollar cup of fucking coffee would have been viewed as an improper benefit. Yeah. And knowing at me, the internship at an office that has nothing to do with sports. Yeah, and knowing me as an intern, I would have been like, "Oh, you're gonna buy me coffee? I make no money, so uh, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that to be a venti frappuccino. <laughs> I want it to be uh, the most amount of coffee. The most, even if I don't even want a frappuccino, I'm yeah. just like, give me the I want a venti frappuccino <laughs> with a with an extra shot of espresso, and I, can we put nuts on that? Is there nuts? Is that an option? No? Okay. Just <laughs> give me whatever, add, yeah. Can it be topped with a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> like a sandwich and a paycheck. Because <laughs> I did the unpaid internship thing. I'm going to tell you right now, not fun. <laughs> Jeez. I've, ne- I never, I've never done that, and it sounds fucking horrible. Um, but I don't, have any, I don't have any insight into it, so I got no comment. Really. Not fun. It's my it's just yeah. not, not, not fun. fun. All right. A lot of work for nothing. Official podcast stance. Unpaid internships are not fun. Not not good. But what do you think? Like if you're like so let's say you're let's go with the NBA since that's more of our wheelhouse. If you're a prospect who's projected as like say a late first round pick cuz your money goes down obviously. Every time they don't call your name in a draft, you make less money. Yeah. Right? So, and if you're going to be, like, down in, uh, like, 2022, do you, and you have one more year of eligibility, what's that math like, do you think? Do you kind of look at what that next draft class might look like? Do you think about maybe I can improve that initial contract 
next year, like if I do another year here for free, maybe I get an extra, say, $3 million on my first contract that I wouldn't have otherwise yeah. made. But there's also that risk of injury. There's always Yeah, that, that's like, the other thing. What yeah. if I get injured, then I get nothing. Yeah, and that's why I didn't want to use the NFL yeah. as an example, because that risk of injury in the in NCAA football is super fucking high. Way up there. And suddenly you're a third-round you know, O-lineman, and now... And you go back for one year, and now you, and then you blow out your ACL, and now you're a fifth round O lineman with injury concerns. Right? I mean, I'd, 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 I'd declare for the draft if I think yeah. that I'm going to make it in the second round somewhere, even though I know I'm not going to make that much money. I'm just going to declare for the draft because it's like what, like this is my chance to make money. If I go back another year, I could twist an ankle, and that'd be it. Right. Then I might lose my spot. Then I might just everything could just go downhill from there. Suddenly, this hotshot yeah. freshman is starting for me. I'm a, now I'm a second yeah. round pick instead of a late first round pick. Yeah. And worst case scenario, I go to China. Yeah. Be fucking tight. They make a lot of money. Shanghai's nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so Jimmer, Jimmer Fredette did great Jimmer there. Fredette is doing fine, <laughs> and he's he's been washed since the day that he played basketball. Oh, how did Jimmer Fredette's uh, Phoenix Suns contract go? Do you know? No. No, I actively avoid Jimmer for dead. Because <laughs> he got a, he got, I think he got a deal with the Suns, or maybe it was somebody else. But but that, I guess I think I heard rumblings yeah. of that. I think I might have tweeted about that. Yeah, he got like a real short contract and like then missed like twelve consecutive shots in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> so he Nick Younged it. He Nick Younged it. Yeah. Well, he had a good career, so I don't really... <laughs> oh, that's right, because Jimmer Fredette sucks. <laughs> and Nick Young doesn't really suck that much. Nick Young kind of sucks, but He's... not as bad as Jimmer Fredette. You know, if the Nuggets win a championship this year, Nick Young gets that ring. Oh my god, oh no! Nick Young will be a two-time NBA champion! Back to back. Back to back. Oh man. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I changed my mind. The Nuggets are going to win the NBA title because that is the dumbest possible outcome. <laughs> that would be amazing. What do you do, a 10-day contract? So, yeah, something he like that. He played actually four games, maybe? And then he got cut immediately. Yeah. two minutes a game. Yeah. yeah. They, needed, they needed an extra guard, so they signed Nick Young, and he mm -hmm. did nothing, and then they cut him. We didn't do nothing. He stood in the corner and waited to get the ball, then jacked up a three. Okay, yeah, he And then did played that. no defense, but yep. two minutes of that per game. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes of what I just described per game. Yeah, that's, that's Nick Young in a nutshell, I think. Yeah, that's almost half of an NBA 2K quarter. For a guy who's given up so many good memes, I just wish he could have been a slightly better basketball player. I think he was as good as he needed to be <laughs> for the internet to enjoy him. He's a uh, yeah, he's the modern NBA internet celebrity. He is our Facebook head like our header on Facebook. <laughs> if you ever been to our Facebook page for Facebook? Also, we do have one we never post there. Yeah. Sorry to all the people who follow it and have looked at it. Alright, serious question. How many Young people follow us on Facebook? I don't Four? Know. Not that many people. Yeah. No. I figured figured very few. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess that's just me saying follow us on Facebook, apparently. I would say don't. <laughs> <laughs> Is this bad marketing? Is this why I don't know. I have no idea. I should be better at this. <laughs> uh, no, please follow us on Facebook. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, 
Buzz, that we have. We should just start a BuzzFeed commentary commentary account and just comment on that and make people follow us. Should I write BuzzFeed articles about like comparing everything to Game of Thrones characters? Yes. The answer to that question is obviously yes. Yeah, dude. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Draymond Green is Ramsey Bolton. Wow, that's the meanest thing you've... I've said a lot of mean things about Draymond Green, and I've never gone that far. I've said a lot meaner things about Draymond Green on this podcast <laughs> than he's Ramsey Bolton. I don't know. Ramsey Bolton, like, played people alive and shit. Draymond Green supports the IDF? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair <laughs> There's point. some murder there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good enough. He doesn't actively support the idea. I'm going to go ahead and maybe halfway run that back. But he did support the IDF and that he went on their trip and did their thing. That's bad. You shouldn't do that. That's bad. Uh, did we make it to Hype Drags? Yeah, man. All right. So. <laughs> As in we can do it now. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I'm asking. The magic I wanna, of editing. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to... Uh, hype Russell Westbrook for something I mentioned earlier, that he has now had three straight seasons averaging a triple-double, which is so unprecedented that it's hard to even describe. Like, only one person had had one season doing that in history, and now Russell Westbrook has done it three times in a row, which is amazing. It's that pretty incredible. fucking amazing. It's pretty incredible for Beric Dondarrion to have done that. Yeah. It's, uh, yes. For Beric Dondarrion. <laughs> <laughs> I want to drag Russell Westbrook. Why are your teams so bad, dude? What the hell? Like... They were pretty good last night. <laughs> I think the Thunder is a lot better than anyone gives them credit for. Like, if they're... If, if the Thunder were in the East... I'd say the Thunder were going to win the East outright. Yeah, I mean, okay, fair enough, but they're not. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, like, what the shit, dude? Like, why are why are you... You're doing this kind of amazing shit, and you're not constantly in, con- in uh, contention for, like, at least a top four seed? They don't even have... They haven't even had home court advantage the last three years. He just collects numbers, man. And, I mean, he doesn't just collect numbers. He's an amazing basketball player through and through. But, you know... A, a decent portion of his of his numbers come from just kind of fucking collecting numbers. <laughs> like yeah. it's not a lot. It's an it's a noticeable amount. I do feel like a lot of uh, forwards in uh, on Oklahoma City are standing like with no one around them when a shot misses, and they see the rebound rebound coming at them, and they run away from it because they're like Russell Westbrook's going to punch me in the face. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he out rebounded his uh, what Stephen Adams and uh, and as Cantor when when they were both on the team he out rebounded them. Yeah, that's not that. Why is that happening? That shouldn't be happening. He wants it more than they do, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, I don't want to piss off the best player on our team." And KD's there, like, "What? Come on, <laughs> get a really? goddamn rebound, Russell! Run in transit. No wonder Go in he, transition, fuck, man. Russell. No wonder KD left. We'll never beat yeah. the Warriors this way. <laughs> no fucking no wonder." Uh, Although I will say that the uh, Schroeder, um, or is it Schroeder, however it's pronounced. I think uh, it's Schroeder. The Schroeder-Russell uh, tandem is pretty fucking good. <laughs> no, they're fun. Like, I well, like, and Paul I like George has been together. unbelievable. This yeah, Paul year, George yeah. is amazing. But like, I didn't expect like Schroeder to like do much. Uh, I thought he was going to be uh, Russell's backup. But when they're on the court at the same time, it's magic. 
they're great. They both do literally the exact same thing, just Schroeder does it worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still effective I mean, though. That's not to say it's not effective. Doing Russell Westbrook things worse than Russell Westbrook is not the meanest thing I can come up to say with about somebody. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, um I don't even know if this is a hype drag or this is anything. Magic Johnson has resigned. Uh so you know how I kept putting off my Lakers rant. I even I mean it was on we the talked podcast a, we two talked weeks about ago. it before you I, did it. I you said kept putting it I want to shelve it and you're like, no, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> literally the exchange we had. And it's because this like thing that I believe in, I fully believe in it this whole Lakers season was that as bad as it gets, it can only get worse about a week later. <laughs> so if I just wait, if I wait to rant about the Lakers, it'll only take a week or two before something ridiculous happens, and then I'd have more things to rant about with the Lakers. And so, but anyways, I did it two weeks ago. Turns out, I have more to rant about with the Lakers, because <laughs> it only got worse. Magic Johnson resigned. They do not have a president of basketball operations going into this offseason. Uh they have to try to, first of all, find a way to get a president of basketball operations or any kind of executive office that isn't absolutely shamed completely, and then find a way to get LeBron James an all-star player to play next to. That's a lot to do in, God, not a lot of time. What is it? July? So I mean, have, well, they can start uh, the at the trade of, deadline. They have the rest of April. Not the trade deadline, the, the draft yeah. that time. They basically have the rest of April, May, June, July... August. Yeah. But it's they a big have, job. They have you about have to take five that months, and, and they can't actually up. make any transactions for half of that. They can't even fire Luke Walton. Yeah. All this, oh, is Luke Walton going to get fired talk? I don't fucking know. He can't get fired as far as we're concerned. Now he's invincible. <laughs> Luke Walton's going to live forever. Who cares anymore? Like, Doesn't matter. Yeah, he'll never get fired. It's impossible. <laughs> the uh, Lakers are trash. Magic Johnson, a... though, like, if you're going to quit an organization, this is the way you do it. First of all, you don't tell your boss. That's over. No, because he did it in, the, like, a press conference. He just kind of let it out. Like, yeah, he, like I don't I'm just, I'm good. To talk about it. Yeah. He's like, and then he kind of laughs and he goes, well, I'm not going to be there anymore. <laughs> like, there was that moment of the press conference where I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is not good. He didn't tell Jeannie. He didn't tell Jeannie Buss. She was on a plane when he did this. So she was in the air somewhere. You know, and, and to Jeannie Buss's credit, she was like, oh, that's cool. It's kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, fair it just enough. Everyone knew that this whole thing was just a, a complete trash fire. And, yeah, Lakers are bad, and they're going to be even more bad in the future, so. Despite having the best player in history. Yeah. One of the things. Who is on the down, on the decline. Yeah. One of the things a lot of my Warriors friends like to, Warriors fans friends like to say to me is like, oh, well, now, like, you're earning your stripes as a Lakers fan. Because, you know, I got in in, like, the late 90s, and, like. You know, it was pretty fucking good <laughs> since from there. And they're like, oh, well, now you're earning your stripes. You know, they're bad. You know, now you know. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> you think I'm in this to be bad? <laughs> I didn't pick the Lakers so they could be shitty. I would have picked the Knicks. <laughs> you kidding me? How dare you? How dare you with this condescending bullshit? Now you can earn your stripes. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, well. This is uh, this is this is essentially the life I live as a sports fan where all my teams are garbage. 
Yeah, name it, it one. Happens. Name one of my teams that isn't garbage. The 49ers are my are my best prospect. I the San Francisco 49ers are my best prospect. No, the Sharks. What the hell am I talking about? I'm literally weird. There's a Sharks game happening literally starting right now. It's the a playoff game. And they're in the playoffs with the Golden yeah. Knights. Um, that is one of my teams, but it's not like one of my major teams. They're just a team I support casually. Very casually. Well, you got that, I guess. You're going to have to learn more about hockey. Oh, I'm not learning a goddamn thing about hockey. That's why I love <laughs> hockey. because I don't... Because I don't know anything about it, and I just like watch games, and I go, "Oh, what's happening? Oh, cool goal! Yeah, oh, there's a fight. Those two white men are fighting. One of them has a beard, and one of them has a smaller beard. And uh, one's on the ground. Oh, that's blood. That's blood. Man, white people can get away with everything. Yeah, and the punishment for that is one of them has to go sit and time out for five minutes. Yeah, for assault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. white people get away with everything. Yeah, it's clear. Ne- it's it's clear it it's you know, I I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast has pretty much been off the rails since we started it. Yeah. And I want to shout out Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade, both of whom had their uh, retirement ceremonies on their home courts within the last couple of days. I'm going to miss the shit out of both of those players. Um, Dirk was... Fucking awesome. Watching Dirk Nowitzki yeah. play basketball was revolutionary. He changed changed a whole lot about the way the front court position was understood. Watching Dwayne Wade play was like watching a goddamn revelation. Like, yeah. He was unreal. He would, like he would watching him hit circus layups while getting fouled, watching him drag the heat to a uh to uh, to the title in 2006 with old ass Shaquille O'Neal, who was still Shaquille O'Neal, but you know, old. Um, One of the greatest twos of all time. Yeah, just easily, easily. easily. Like, who else? Are you, who are you gonna put above him? Like fucking Michael Jordan yeah, and I'll Kobe Bryant. Oh no, I wouldn't put Kobe in front yeah. of him. He's better than Kobe. I agree with that, but like those are like those. These are the players who are in that conversation: is MJ, Kobe, and Wade. Yeah. For the best shooting guards ever. Are you trying to tell me that Paul Pierce is better than Dwayne Wade? Well, Paul Pierce <laughs> claims he was had a better career than Dwayne Wade. <laughs> which, <laughs> Paul Pierce, that is not the truth. Yeah. That's a play on his nickname. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so, my thing about Paul Pierce is that while I don't agree that he's anywhere near Dwayne Wade, I believe that if you're... A good if you're if you're a Hall of Famer, you should probably believe that you're better than everyone. Oh, I'm sure Paul Pierce believes you that. He's to. just objectively wrong. Yeah, he's yeah. wrong, but I yeah. I like that he believes it. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm fine I think with that's that. That's what I want. I want that's what I want someone to believe in. Yeah. Themselves. Even if it's borderline delusional. <laughs> and very funny. <laughs> <laughs> just bad job, Paul Pierce. Bad job. Fucking, yeah, but I will miss you, Dirk. I will miss you, Dwayne Wade. Vince Carter, how are you still playing professional basketball? Yeah, he's going to get signed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He's going to do it. He's going to be a pretty good role player for somebody <laughs> next year. It's amazing. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. But that's all I got. All right. Well, you can listen to us on what you're listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. You can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Is that it? I think that's all of them. There's yeah. a lot of other things too out there. You can find us on a bunch of directories. Yeah. Google us. Yeah. There's this uh, revolutionary search <laughs> engine called Google. 
But if you're you not capable Google of that. using Google, you can uh, tweet at me at, at wildlypointless, and I will use the website, let me Google that for you, and send you a page of search results. Yeah, or, or just tweet at all sports are bad. Yeah. Or at me, Patrick JCS, and I can talk to you about A-Rod and the truth <laughs> behind the A-Rod centaur painting. We all know, we all know that the centaur painting's out there. We all know it. We all know it. Yeah, that's what I sound like. <laughs> that's actually very accurate. That's me, in a nutshell. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Bill Simmons. I'm not. If I send you my resume, just don't don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> what else are you going to put on there besides this podcast? Well, not this episode. <laughs> Any of the other episodes. Ignore episode, what is this, 13, yeah. 14? Note to know. self. One upon <laughs> to whatever whatever podcast network Bill Simmons is running at the time. Do not <laughs> submit episode sixteen. <laughs> Bye, internet. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. I hate you, Magic Johnson, but I love you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>